Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. This week, we will explore more on the difference between animal intelligence and human intelligence. So last week, we kind of touched base on this, right? Like the intelligence of animal, the intelligence of human. But this week, I just feel like we can dig into this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So let's look at some animals. You know, why are humans so special? Are we special? Like, are we really that special? So let's look at honeybee. It's like a very, very famous example. I feel like I've seen this in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So in this article, it says that honeybees can count up to four. Wow, right? Wait, you mean one, two, three, four? Yeah. Okay. Imagine this. They're so tiny, but they can have the idea of one, two, three, four. I mean, how many can you count up? I mean, probably like billions, but you know, like actually count up. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess, yeah. And they can, like, read this complex science and learn from observation and talk to each other in secret code. So, you know that in biology class, we talked about how bees have this kind of dance. Right. So, basically, they dance, like, maybe, like, an eight, and they'll be like, oh, you gotta go right, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's basically saying that they have the intelligence to understand that, to learn that and understand that, and... You know, do the corresponding response. Right. And, you know, when they are out and about, they can weigh up the distance to different flowers. So they have the idea of distance. They have this spatial awareness. Like 3D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they know, like, how far they should go to go to the flowers, to go back to their hive. And they have a structured society, which is super impressive if you think of it. Like, they're so tiny, but they have queen, they have work bees, they have, like, all that stuff. They have to take care of the babies, right? All that stuff. Right, right, right. And all of them has different responsibilities in the hive. Right. And, you know, their hive, another interesting thing. Mm-hmm. It's in hexagon, right? Right. Like, how do they know that it's the most efficient way of packing? Like, how do they know? That's interesting. I guess through adaptation... And, you know, environmental changes. Yes, but they are aware of it. Like, they have the intelligence to, like, build this whole Mm -hmm. thing up. Which is, like, super impressive. Right. And their hive has, like, good air conditioning. And, you know, these Mm -hmm. good air conditioning helps them to collect honey from hot water, like, in summer. Oh, wow. But, like, this is so unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they are so tiny and... You know what? Human brains has nearly a hundred thousand times as many neurons as the bee brain. Wow. Wait, wow. We're not a hundred thousand times smarter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they can do all that kind of stuff with that tiny brain. Very impressive. Um. Then wouldn't you say that ants are smart as well because they have their own colony and a hierarchy too? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty impressive. Like, a lot of nature things are impressive. 
Right. A lot of those things are like instincts and stuff. Right. Right. Totally. It's really cool. But to be honest, ants are more annoying. So that's probably <laughs> why people talk about bees. It's just better. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next animal. So the next one is called macaques. Um, basically something like a monkey. If you don't know, they don't have a lot crazy stuff because you know monkeys already does a lot. But what's impressive is that they know how to like pick up stones to crack nuts, which means they know how to use a tool. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I have heard of this one. Yeah, but if you think of it, early humans knows how to use a tool. Like it's one like. Big step forward, I'd say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you think of it that way, then it's pretty impressive,、mm-hmm. like how their intelligence and how they're able to do that. Maybe they're taking over the world or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But like, if you think of that, why are humans so intelligent? Like nobody can really explain that.、Mm-hmm. Why are we smarter? Because basically, we start in the same place, right? We used to crack nuts with stones. Now we just buy them from supermarkets.、Mm-hmm. Like, what's the process there, right? That's what we're trying to figure out.、Mm-hmm. So another animal is New Caledonian crows. Okay. So they can craft hooks from sticks, and it helps them to pick up foods. They know how to use tools as well. Are these a type of bird, right? Yeah, I think they probably use their legs or like hands or their beaks. Yeah, probably. Another one, I wouldn't say it's very impressive. It's chimp in Zambia. So this this was like a I'm not sure if it's like an experiment or like a observation. So basically, somebody saw that one chimp was caught wearing a tuft of grass in her ear. Okay. And you know they looked into that and found out there's no exact reasons other than to look good. So what? That's so smart. So basically, like earrings, if you think of that. Uh huh. So chimps know how to dress themselves up, and they know to learn from others. So other chimps start dressing like that. Uh huh. They copied her. Wow. It is just like human, right? Like a trend. Yeah, totally. It's like fashion, and researchers and that saw this. They interpret it as a form of cultural expression, so it's their culture, like wearing grass in years. You know, it's so impressive because when we think what when we think of what humans are different, we think that oh, we have culture, we have language, we can do all this and that.、Uh-huh. But honestly, animals can do that too, right? I mean, it's very like basic level tool and stuff. But if you think of it, like. We used to do that. We came from there.、Uh-huh. They are there, but what stopped them from evolving into what we are right now?、Mm-hmm. Like I just like, what do you think it is? I don't know. Um, maybe they're. I have no idea. Maybe they're more domesticated. Like I don't know. You know, like cats are more wild than um dogs, or like they're harder to train than dogs. Oh, you remind me that I saw this video on TikTok.、Uh-huh. It's like a joke. It's like if you touch the wrong place of a cat, it's gonna scratch you. But if you slap a dog, it's still gonna ask you if you want to play catch. <laughs> <laughs> And somebody actually did that. 
and filmed a video. Anyways, super off topic. But I guess what you said could be. But what I think, uh huh, because there is no right answer for this, right? Like it's if you want to say it in a science standpoint, I guess scientists would just say it's statistic or it's probability. Uh huh, uh huh. But what I think, not proven. What I think is that humans are created, like I said in the first season, right? Because it is so hard to grasp this kind of idea. Like, how on earth are we different? Like, we basically came from there, from our understanding, right? But what made what made us that much better? Or maybe we're not better. I mean, we're probably better in some ways. <laughs> what made us better? In you know technology, making all this stuff like, can you imagine we build cities? I basically cannot imagine this. Like it's so hard to understand because if you think of the building that's building probably next to your house,、mm-hmm. it's like yeah, they're just building. It's nothing special. But when you look at the whole city, how did that happen? Right. Even the fact that humans were able to build wheels. Like I don't know, wheels are something that amazes me. Like, cause that makes、um, a lot of things a lot easier. You know, transportation or just carrying one thing to another place. It makes the whole process quicker, more efficient, and yeah, less energy, less consumed. Um, from a physics standpoint, that's probably not right. But <laughs> sorry, whatever. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, wheels and like languages. That is also a very interesting part. Yeah, and I'm gonna get into that later. Oh, really? Okay. But let's think about this. Like that's why I said that humans are created, right? Because we don't know where we come from, and it's like so fascinating. Like I said, right? How cities are built? Like it's from nothing.、Mm-hmm. Literally nothing. Like it just grew. Yeah. Anyways, so I guess I'll just carry on. Okay. What people think it the real reason is so humans obviously have bigger brains,、mm-hmm. right? So bigger brains help us to remember things, and one thing that it really does help us, um, it's scientifically proven, is that it helps us multitask. Oh.、Mm-hmm. So bees, for example. When they look at an environment, they're gonna understand things one by one.、Mm-hmm. So, if you walk in a room, there's a lamp. There are four walls, maybe a computer or you know lights and stuff. They mm-hmm, understand mm-hmm. it one by one. But when we're in the room, we basically like grasp it at once, right? Right, right.、Like、we just look at everything and get it all. Yeah. So it it actually is a type of multitasking. Oh wow! It's、mm-hmm. what our brain helps us to do. So another one that people think is special is the sense of self. So this basically means that it's the ability for a creature to recognize itself as an individual, like different from others. So um, one common way for us to test if animals has a sense of self is to paint on them. Paint? Yeah, to paint on their. Skin, fur, whatever. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And what people find out is that when you put an animal with a mark in front of a mirror, if they try to mark it off, like wipe it off and stuff, they basically has a sense of self. So they recognize that 
it is him or herself. Uh huh. But I think the most incredible things that we have is language. Right. We can speak. Like this is already amazing. And this research has shown that no other creature can communicate with such freedom. Hmm. Like how we're able to communicate abstract things. Yes. It's really interesting. And we can talk about people that are not present with us, right? Um. So for honeybees, again,、mm-hmm. they can only communicate with dance.、Mm-hmm. But those dance, like they are limited, right?、Mm-hmm. But human interactions is open ended. So basically, it means that it has infinite combinations of words. We have countless possibilities of where this conversation is going, like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like scripted or anything, so it could has countless possibilities. Like this could go anywhere,、mm-hmm. and it apparently takes a lot of thinking to do that, and a lot of understanding. Because you know, I feel like a lot of the time we say taking things out of context, right? Right. It basically means that we need to understand the context and stuff,、mm-hmm. and that is very impressive for a human to do that. Mm-hmm. So actually, this year、um, on Google's I/O,、mm-hmm. you probably don't care about that. But <laughs> <laughs> they have this new technology. They try to make AI has open-end communications. Okay. Because what we have right now, like Siri's and Google Assistant, it's like close-ended. We ask a question, they answer a question, and we end the conversation. We don't really have like this conversation that is like going back and forth. Or like very colloquial, that is basically going nowhere but everywhere.、Mm-hmm. And with this kind of open-ended type of communication, we can talk about feelings, which is abstract, like you said. And if we don't have a word, we just invent one, like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But like this is so incredible, right? In this paper, it shows that most of our conversations. Are not based in present. It's in the past and future, like you said. Right. It's another thing that makes humans so special is that we can recall more things than animals. Oh, okay.、Mm-hmm. And they call it semantic memory. It's like we can recall things and we can mentally relieve past events, and we have like multiple sensory details that we can count on. And relieve the moment. So, for example, you think of the time that you went to a movie theater. We not only think about the sound; we think about the look, the smell, maybe the temperature. This is incredible because we packed everything in one memory. It has multiple sensory details. That is true. I've never thought of it this way. That's interesting.、Mm-hmm. Me neither. And now that I think of it, it's just like so incredible. Right. And no other animals. Appears to have such elaborate memories.、Mm-hmm. So after the break, we're going to talk about how researchers observe the difference between human intelligence and animal intelligence. Welcome back. Now we're going to see how researchers observe the difference between animals and human behaviors. Okay, so a paper I saw it's the researchers use contextual variables 
to understand the difference.、Mm-hmm. So, what are contextual variables? By definition, it is non-cognitive factor that accounts for the differences in observed behavior between species. So, I don't really know how to explain beyond that. I'll just bring up the examples, which might be easier to understand.、Mm-hmm. So, the first one is reflexivity, and to make it more simple, it's same or different or like matching. So, for example, capital A matches lowercase a, capital B. Matches lowercase b,、um, it's kind of a matching, right?、Mm-hmm. So how they test animal is that maybe they show them a color, a geometric sign, or whatever. So basically, I show them this, see what their reaction is. So I record the reaction, and I show them another thing and record their reaction.、Mm-hmm. So you now after a time, we see if they can. React the same every time we show the same thing. So, for example, I show blue, you pick your nose. Okay. So every time I show blue, you pick your nose.、Mm-hmm. Basically saying that if an animal can do that.、Mm-hmm. But you know there are still some criticisms. Of course, it's not very accurate. If you really think of it, it's like what if this animal has seen it before? Oh.、Mm-hmm. Like it's not really their first reaction, or what if it's a blue square in a yellow circle? Okay. So people have criticized this, but this kind of matching ability is one of contextual variables that people test. So another one is called symmetry. Okay. So basically, it means that it's kind of like matching in a way,、mm-hmm. but it's like more than matching. Cause it's the same. No, it's like you need to. Not only you need to know how to match stuff like capital A to lowercase a.、Mm-hmm. You need to be able to match capital B to lowercase b by understanding that oh, we have capital A and lowercase a. I mean, it's not a very good example. So the example that was given in research paper I read is、mm-hmm. a one corresponding to b one. So a two. Must correspond to B two. I mean, it's basically the same, but I guess it makes more sense because you know A is in the same category and B is in the same category. But A one and B one has like some similarities that A two and B two also has. So if A one matches to B one, then A two matches A two matches to B two. You know, it makes sense.、Mm-hmm. So it's basically saying how if animals can do that. And in the research, Tamanaga. Trained three chimpanzees to match one of two sample colors to one of two comparison shapes,、mm-hmm. and they trained these animals for hundreds of trials and then tested them for symmetry over twelve trials.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, at the end, one of the three one of three trained chimpanzees performed above chance on the symmetry test. Okay. Basically, saying that they are able to form this kind of symmetrical relations because there are chances, right?、Mm-hmm. Like naturally, you can guess it, right? Right. But this chimpanzee performed better than that. So, I mean, it could be like very good luck, but、um, if it's over a long time and it's about that, it basically means that it can do the sym- symmetry. Tasks.、Mm-hmm. So the last one, quite simple, is called transitive, 
transitivity. It's called transitivity. A very simple example is that if we have a information that A is smarter than B and B is smarter than C, then you can have the logical construction that A is smarter than C,、mm-hmm. even though nobody really tells you that. I mean, it's something that humans do all the time. But but if you think of little kids, they don't understand that, right? Like、mm-hmm. most of the kids don't really. Do this kind of transitivity tasks.、Mm-hmm. So I guess that is one valid point to bring up. So basically, this last one means that you can relate two seemingly unrelated things together. They are related, but not given to you.、Mm-hmm. Like you don't have the information. You know, all in all, I just feel like for the first part, we understand that humans are. Not that special in some ways,、mm-hmm. but we are also very special. That we are a lot smarter, a lot more capable than other animals, but we don't know why, and you know we don't really have a neat explanation for that. Right. So we looked into how we really test animals and human intelligence.、Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's kind of controversial, but we can see that humans are really. Better at these tasks,、mm-hmm. these like logical tasks. So I guess in a way we are smarter. I mean, it's kind of a known fact. <laughs> I guess all in all, it is interesting to see you. You know, animals are able to do quite a lot of things. I was surprised by the things that animals could do, and perhaps they're gonna one day take over the world. Um, on this planet, we don't know that. But <laughs> for you, it's probably us destroying ourselves. Yeah. So, um, and it is interesting to see how they're progressing too towards the way that we did in the past. Yeah. As well. Um. So for next week, we're gonna shift gears a little bit and talk about mental health. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank, Thank you and bye. bye.